people have been beaten down so long. And they feel so betrayed by government. Well, it's not surprising then that they get better they cling to guns or religion or uh, antipathy towards people who aren't like them. And a way to explain their frustrations. Greetings, fellow 2016 time travelers. Welcome to the first 2016 episode of the Pop and Jesho. Hola, Pop. Hey, was that a foreign language? Better be careful. President Trump will deport you. <laughs> Hi, Jess. Are you ready for whatever's about to happen here? Uh, no. But let's do it anyway. We got a banging topic to start this year. What do you think? Um, well, banging. Depends on the topic, I guess. Hmm. Topic, topic, banging. How about guns, guns, guns? Guns. You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns, and those who dig. You dig. Yeah. So actually, full disclosure, I'm, uh, I'm what you call gun-fearing. Uh, that's like similar to God-fearing. Uh, I respect them. I'm in awe of their mighty power. But truthfully, even though I grew up with you, Marine, everybody's got guns, my family, guns, guns, guns. When I see one, I, I sometimes I want to run and hide. Well, that's sort of how I feel about you. Hey. Anyway, seriously, to talk, we need to talk about this. Has an issue ever, any issue ever been so hotly debated with people on both sides absolutely failing to understand the core of the issue. Yeah, and it, I think it may honestly be perfect for me because not only am I ill-prepared for this episode because I've been running around all day, but I'm ill-prepared for the subject at hand. Look how old I am, and I'm still scared of guns. And I know it's one of those things that I know intellectually is not it's not right, and i got to get past it. And I think I'm just an example of what other people who grow up not having people like you in their lives feel their whole life. They never question it. And so you've got people on both sides, like you say, super, super di diametrically opposed on this. Well, I'll tell you what. This is a great way for me to throw in one of my favorite quotes from myself, and that is, uh, fear can be a great motivator, but it's a lousy leader. And that really applies here when it comes to guns because a lot of the uh let's say the the logic from the anti-gun side and i by the way when i said logic it was definitely in scare quotes or sarcasm quotes mm -hmm. it's based on fear and it's based on straw man arguments and it's based on ignorance and yeah. i don't mean ignorance like i'm calling someone a pejorative name uh, it, it's based on just not not knowing what the heck they're talking about yeah, myself included, like I say, you know, but it's, I think it's important, like I said, you know, I'm not trying to be irreverent with the God-fearing, gun-fearing, but it is important to have a respect for guns, just how I think that people don't have a, a, a good respect for cars, you know, cars are very dangerous, and people just get in them and go crazy, and, you know, guns, similarly, they're just, they're, they're scary to me, but. Well, and, and I guess, if we can accomplish anything here in, in a few minutes or however many minutes 
that we talk, maybe one of the things would at least be to get some of the misinformation sort of brushed aside. And if a person wants to still be afraid of a firearm, by all means, be afraid of a firearm. But it's, it's sort of like being afraid of a frying pan or a knife or a car or anything else that, if used wrongly, could hurt you or kill you. It's a tool. It's an inanimate object. In fact, the, the range master at my last job, uh, years back, he made a video out on the range, and it, it, he was serious. He was so mad at some of the gun control. I think it was when Clinton was doing. I don't remember, but anyway, he t- he took a one of our automatic weapons, like a machine gun, uh, loaded it, chambered around, took it off safe, set it down on the pavement, and then took a video camera and turn the video camera on and he went away and went to work and just left it there for two hours and at the end of two hours he came back picked it up hmm, looked at it cleared it out emptied the chamber put it on safe said wow this is weird it did it didn't fire itself once it didn't go kill anyone it just laid there and it's an absurdly you know obvious way to make a point but dear god it comes right back to full circle of who is responsible when a gun kills somebody is the gun responsible or is the, it's easy to vilify the object but to hold a person accountable it's the very essence of liberalism we cannot hold people accountable well and we're getting further and further away from our roots you know we have our founding fathers a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And we're talking oh, about... Did you say shall not? Yeah, and, and the thing is, we're getting further away from uh, the, you know, just the survival mentality that humans instinctively had for so long. A firearm, when it was invented, I'm sure you know probably exact details about this, but I'm sure it was literally miraculous because and i know people look at guns that way and and it's beautiful and they are incredible pieces of machinery because you know you've always been fighting to survive whether from wild animals you know bad people whatever also to to hunt and all these things like they're, they're incredibly just important and our founding fathers and everybody at that time knew that that's how you remain free you know, so that these people who could potentially take over you, if they know that you're armed, then you you have already an edge. And as we get more and more complacent and you know Wally esque, uh, like the people in Wally, just you know fat, dumb, and happy, you think ah, it's not gonna happen. Blah, blah, blah. Then well, you know you're you're setting yourself up for a potential totalitarian. You know, to walk right on in. Anyone. Anyone who has spent any amount of time whatsoever uh, reading anything that our founding fathers wrote or said or came up with would would absolutely know how they stood on this issue. The Second Amendment that you just read so eloquently um, was thrown in with everything else in the Bill of Rights because our founding fathers were absolutely familiar with what happens to a people when an oppressive government prevents them from defending themselves. And so they made it, they stipulated very clearly that that is not going to happen in, in our country. And so they put that in there and, and they said shall not be infringed. And by the way, the, the DC versus Heller Supreme court case, if you're not familiar with it, it, it was very famous 
in I think about 2008, as if it needed to be done, but it was done. Um, the Supreme Court ruled five to four, right? Pretty close. Uh, I think it was six three. I, I don't whatever it was. It was a no duh, and and by the way, it it dealt with the municipalities that are under federal control, specifically Washington D.C. Uh, because of their draconian gun laws there, and yet they have one of the top crime rates for gun gun violence in the nation. Shocking! Gun gun violence doesn't go down when you make laws against guns. Anyway, uh, the Supreme Court affirmed that, of course, the Second Amendment refers to individuals. Of course it refers to individuals. One of the uh, cerebral arguments that our friends on the left always make is, oh, this is a militia. They, all they have to do is spend about a half an hour reading the documents that explain what the Second Amendment means and what a real well-regulated militia is and how our founding fathers were adamant that the, the states and the Congress were not going to be the ones regulating and providing the militia, that the people were going to do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so a few a few quotes from these crazy, wacky founding fathers. Okay, just, just literally cherry-picked a few. But there's a lot more that I could go on with these all day. Uh, George Washington, how about that guy in his first annual address? Uh, quote, a free people ought not only to be armed, but disciplined. And I, I love that one more than most. And the reason I do, well, I'm sure we'll talk about, is I don't think, and it's another straw man, I don't think that everybody should just have a gun. Because there's a lot of people that should not go near guns. And I don't want them to have guns. And the people that do have guns, I want them to be disciplined and trained. Just like old people and women shouldn't be driving. Well, yeah. Just <laughs> so, wait. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. How about Thomas Jefferson in his first draft of the Virginia Constitution back in 1776? Quote, no free man shall ever be debarred the use of arms. But wow. that just meant his arms. He just meant his arms. Oh, what, well, no, because he would have said legs, too. No, no, no. The state owns your legs. Everybody knows that. Oh, damn it. Okay. All right. How about this one? Quote, to disarm the people is the most effectual way to enslave them. George Mason, 1788. Mm, yeah, hard to get around that one. Oh, it, it really is. Uh, you can go to Noah Webster. Let's do that one. He wrote about the federal constitution, and he said, quote, before a standing army can rule, the people must be disarmed, as they are in almost every kingdom in Europe. The supreme power in America cannot enforce unjust laws by the sword because the whole body of people are armed and constitute a force superior to any band of regular troops that can be on any pretense raised in the United States. So... What were they thinking of back then? These 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 gentlemen, these scholars, these brains, the ones who designed our country. They were thinking of ways to keep a tyrannical government from enslaving the people the way they were doing all over the world and are to today. For well, sure. Well, yeah, like like who uh, took George Mason's quote to heart would be the uh, dictators of that we've seen in our lifetime, right before our lifetime, throughout the world. The, you have a disarmed people, and you can you can walk right on in there, take over. And and in a minute, I would like to talk to you about what happens when you disarm the people from firearms. But anyway, how about this one? 
The Constitution, whoops, quote, the Constitution shall never be construed to prevent the people of the United States who are peaceable citizens from keeping their own arms. Samuel Adams. Ratifying yeah, but, the ratif- Massachusetts ratifying convention of the Constitution, 1788. But, but he again, was a... Yeah, he was talking about arms. He was a beer brewer, too. He was probably drunk. <laughs> right? Oh, wow, he was. I'm See? sure he was drunk. And you know what I always say? If you're nervous about guns, just drink a bottle of whiskey on your way to the range. <laughs> That's from Frank J., by the way. Anyway, these quotes, so on and so on and so on, ad infinitum, you, you could go very deep into what our founders intended as the Supreme Court has read that and ruled appropriately. And I'm sorry, temper tantrums from the left notwithstanding, there is no constitutional or legal ground for anybody to be infringing on these rights. So I guess that means that people like me, um, wicked right-wing monsters, we just want Every person in the world to have a gun and to shoot each other. Well, so do you have a limit? Okay, so With no restrictions. Wait, let's go back first before I even ask that, because I I can tell in this conversation I'm probably going to end up hating myself by the end, trying to get into the minds of people on the left. But it's not that I I. A part of me almost empathizes with them because they're scary. But then, why are we talking about this? You know, we have recent shootings. We've got a shooting right very close to where I live in San Bernardino. Um, and every time one of these things happens, you can literally mar- set your watch within within the hour. You're going to see, pick your left-wing politician on TV. They don't even know what's happened for sure. They haven't even counted the bodies. And it's a call for gun control. Enough is enough. Enough. Yeah. When will it be enough? Mm-hmm. And it's sick. I mean, so Obama did his... Uh, last State of the Union, and he left a seat empty uh, in the First Lady's uh, area, and that is to represent all the victims of gun violence. And then he's pushing through an administrative uh, action or administrative dictator order, whatever it's called, I don't know, whatever it is, to further his gun control ideas and to kind of, I don't know why, to spread the word about it. I don't think he really cares about what people think about him anymore, but maybe he does. To keep his his favorability up, he did a, right after he did that executive order, he he had held like a little presser kind of thing, and I know Anderson Cooper was there, and he actually did great, and he asked a lot of actually very good questions, and then the audience too, just very poignant, and he he's crazy. Like, the man really, really He's so he, he, I don't think he's like what I am. I don't think so. I think he's the kind of this is me maybe speculating, but this he's the kind of person who feeds into what I feel, which is like a you know a natural kind of fear gun. Oh god! Like Rachel, who we talked about a couple episodes ago, she's pregnant, and she's reading this book right now, the, uh, what to expect in your first year of pregnancy, and <laughs> there's a disclaimer on one of the pages that says the only safe gun is or the only safe way to protect your children from guns and the house is to not have them at all. And is Oh, good good grief. Yeah, and so so it's a natural fear that people have of something that's kind of scary and loud and can kill you instantly. Like instant death. You know, it's like a cyanide pill to some people or something. Some crazy thing. Do you but, know what kills little kids at a rate surpassing gun guns in, on an ex, exponential scale? Pools. It's household household chemicals. Oh, and yeah. poisons and things that you clean your bathroom with 
and people aren't smart enough to keep them put away. And people like that shouldn't have a gun. If they're not yeah. smart enough to keep Drano away from their three-year-old, then they're probably not smart enough to keep their gun away from them either. Well, and in this press conference, this, this lady, she stands up and she's super articulate and she describes that she's a victim of rape and in the past and she's got small children now and she feels irresponsible not having a firearm. She feels like she can never let that happen to her again. She wasn't protected and now it's not just her, but she has to protect these small children. And she said, why, why would you, why should I not be allowed to have that right? And Obama said, it's not proven that, you know, it's, it's still arguable if you're even safer with the gun in the house. It's, it's, a, that's a, that's a whole nother debate. He says, um, and it's just, it's just very odd because, you know, he's got this empty chair for victims of gun violence yet very cold with a woman who's, you know, she's, she's being logical. She's not crazy. She's not some lifetime NRA member. She's just, she's being thoughtful and, so there is a disconnect, and I'm glad you're here to kind of illuminate for all of us. Remind me of what I know I should know already. And But yeah, you're right. Stupid people with guns. That's well, what I'm, I guess that's what I'm afraid I'd be. You know, I don't trust myself. Maybe that's part of it. Um, that's probably a big part of it with you, but... And, I, you know, what can I do but blame myself for that? It's weird because none of your three siblings share this, so no. it, it, it's hard for me to blame myself, but I will. I will blame myself. Thank but you. Real quick, just to take the straw man that Obama and the others have placed up there so high on their pedestal, let's take that straw man and let's let's set fire to it like Burning Man, okay? When it comes to responsible people, whether you're right or left, if, you, if you're if you a responsible gun rights person, and believe me, there are people on the left who are gun rights people. We'll talk about Bernie Sanders and Vermont and all of that. But um, John Kerry, I'll, where can I get me a hunting license? <laughs> yeah, th- those people do not want everyone to have guns. Anyone who says, you know, guns for everybody is is a moron, and no one is saying that. No one is saying that. Of course there should be restrictions, and there are restrictions, by the way. There are plenty of laws on the books right now already that, that deal with the problems for people who are law-abiding. What we don't have, though, is a magical way to make criminals obey laws. So we can restrict guns from uh, – we can restrict gun shops from selling to people with felony crime records. We can restrict – all, all these different things, you, you know, you have to be 21, you have to be this, you have to be that. So what, quote, reasonable restrictions. But what, what we can never do is we can never say that anyone in any state or any federal government should be able to blanket come across and say, you know, like Clinton did with the assault weapon ban in the 90s, which is so laughable. Um, read up on that one. We could go on, but read up on the results from that special little law all that did was uh anger a bunch of people unnecessarily and make a whole bunch more bureaucracy and it did nothing to change any crime rates so, i still laugh when uh, I one, one quick assault weapon because you have like put that in my head that it's like so funny because it's like any weapon it's kind of like hate crimes like the yeah, exactly. <laughs> assault weapon hate crime like i'm any weapon could be an assault weapon if you assault somebody with it any crime could be a hate crime 
if you're hateful when you commit uh, the crime. And, and here's their logic. Like, for example, California, the People's Republic. If you want to buy a handgun anywhere in America, like, go online with any national gun seller. And first of all, there's no loopholes that they always, that's another straw man. There's so many straw men. There's like a, a battalion of straw men in this gun argument. But if you go on and you'll see, let's say you want to buy, a, you know, a 22 pistol or a, a nine millimeter pistol and a semi-automatic and it comes with a magazine or what they call on TV, a clip uh, in California, that clip can only hold 10 bullets, but in Nevada, it can hold 15. And so California has magically solved the gun violence problem by only allowing their pistols to have 10 bullets in them. It is so laughably stupid. I'm going to bet, those, I'll bet you, we have more gun violence per capita here too anyway. Oh, you do for sure. A lot more. Uh, every, in fact, every single state that does not have uh, shall issue concealed carry permits and that has any sort of restrictions on that has a markedly higher, markedly higher. Uh, go do a comparison between Houston and Chicago, for example. It's ridiculous. So, so we don't want stupid people to have guns. We don't want people who are felons to have guns. Uh, anyone who, who does decide to get a firearm has a responsibility. It's like Peter Parker, right? And Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. If you get a car, you need to go learn how to drive it and you need to go practice and all of that. Same thing with a gun. You got to know what you're doing. And if you don't, don't get a gun. This is one of the problems in our country. No one will be held accountable because the government has to have rules for everything. And I think they may have done their job in a lot of ways of, you know, scaring you. Like, at some point, even though all of the leftist movies and all the big Hollywood movies, so many guns, it's gun palooza. And yet, at the same time, out of the other side of their mouth, it's like, but guns are so bad. Like, you should, like, norm, you don't really want to have a gun. Like, that's just crazy. Or, like, I like the way it's thrown into, like, you know, TV, just normal TV shows, which I really don't watch that much of. But if some, like, if a, if a girl found a gun, oh, you better get rid of that gun. How could you have a gun? Like, you know, she moves in <laughs> with her husband for the first time. And, a gun? Not in this house. And it's just, it's just an odd you just turn it into something like you're saying, like you, you turn it into this thing that it, it, it doesn't have to be that. Like it's a very useful tool. What do all of these utopian feel good leftist Hollywood types have in common uh, with say Obama and Hillary and all, all of the utopian feel good leftist politicians, all of them have armed security that protects them. So yeah, their seriously. hypocrisy makes me sick to my stomach. Um, at any given moment, you know, guns don't keep us safe. Guns won't keep you safe. Or they live really. in a gated community, like Obama talks about Chicago. He never... He Surrounded lives, by armed security. Even before that, like, I mean, he always lived in a nice, you know, area. Or, like, these people who live in their fancy gated communities with security guards everywhere. It's like, well, yeah, you're probably not scared. Because you probably haven't had any crime, but... We should have a gun. I can't believe I don't have a gun. Okay. When you, you just said, we'll come back to that maybe, but the, the part about guns being a tool, you don't ever read, if there's a murder with a gun, if there's a, a mass shooting or even a not mass shooting, you will read about it. Oh, you will read about it in national news. But if there's a gun used to save a life or to prevent a crime, you got to go looking for that. 
Yeah. And fortunately, a lot of people do go look for that and they gather those statistics. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you a number now that's going to blow your mind. 2.5 million times a year in America, 2.5 million times a year, guns are used in self-defense. Law-abiding citizens use guns to defend themselves 2.5 million times a year. So that's not just police, that's not police included, that's just private citizens? That's citizens. Wow. And that comes out to about 6,800 times a day. And, and, And keep going in the statistics, each year firearms are used more than 80 times more often to protect the lives of citizens than to take lives. It's... It's absolutely one of those things that is as plain as the nose on your face, but it never gets told by the utopians and the straw men and the demagogues. It never gets told. Well, so then that's good news that at least, you know, like I always, I feel when I think about Texas and some of those areas, sometimes I actually feel like a sigh of relief just knowing that there are still a lot of people in this country that have not been brainwashed. I've lived in a leftist state for so long and grown up. I mean, I'm from California. It's probably why I'm weird about guns like i've just been surrounded like but there a lot of these states are not like that a lot of cities are nothing like that they're good old a little little more uh, a little more on that stat so i'm not saying that 2.5 million times a year there's a citizen shooting somebody uh the overwhelming majority are where a law-abiding person brandishes their gun or maybe fires a warning shot, which is stupid, by the way, fires a warning shot to scare off their attackers. So less than 8% of the time does a citizen kill or wound an attacker. And that's important to know because that shows you that there's not 2.5 million crazy people just shooting shooting blindly into the air and shooting people and murdering 2.5 million times a year. No, no. Less than 8% of the time do they actually shoot somebody. And And another part of the stats, uh, 200,000 women use a gun every year to defend themselves against sexual abuse or sexual assault. Mm -hmm. So, and I could go on, you know, stats are bore people and pretty soon people will be snoozing. But the point I'm making is, and it's a very true, clear, easily checked point, is guns help people protect themselves. Duh. Cars help people get to the store. Duh. Yeah, and a little back and forth I told you with Obama and that girl, you know, he was saying about how when he, the way he talked to her was super condescending, like that she didn't know how to use her firearm, which I, why would he assume that she didn't, first of all? But he says if you're not trained in the, you know, it, it, it's more, it's actually more dangerous. But it, like, there, I was Well, he's that, right about that. Well, he could be, but it was something about the way he said it, and I was thinking, wait, even if she doesn't know how to fire, or even if I, just having the weapon, the, he's not going to stick around. That guy's gone. The predator oh, is well, gone. that's true. Like, you, you don't have to fire a, a, a shotgun. You just have to cock it. I know well, that Well, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, yeah. maybe you do, but... All right, Joe Biden, listen. Actually, he said to go ahead and fire it off into the air. Oh, he's, he's he's not a smart man. I'm I would sorry. not fire a war- so is a warning shot oh. stupid because you could kill somebody by shooting up into the air blindly. <laughs> Wait, look, finish this sentence for me. What goes up? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to be Isaac Newton to know that. But anyway, plus warning shots, you're wasting ammo, et cetera, especially with a shotgun. Um, the point you made is is partially a good point and partially not. Yeah, it, having a gun can be good, and yes, it can be a deterrent if they see the gun. 
But it's sort of like that thing, and for old people who might be listening, like Happy Days, that one time when Fonzie was teaching Richie how to fight, and he taught him how to be tough. And Richie tried everything, but the the gang member guy that he was going up against wasn't afraid of him. And Fonzie goes, oh, I forgot to tell you one important thing. You have to have hit somebody at least once in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Richie goes, not a good thing to leave out. Well, that's sort of that way with guns. It's It's okay to say it's a deterrent just being there, but you have to know how to use it in case it's not a deterrent or yeah. it could very well get taken away from you and used against you or your loved ones. Mm-hmm. So I'll stand by what I said earlier. If you're going to, if a person's going to get a gun, then you need to invest some time in some, just some training, just like you would with a car. You're not going to drive a car until you practice. Same thing. So what about all these like giant crazy guns we see in movies and stuff? Are you, a, is there any, Guns that you think shouldn't be allowed, like flamethrowers, or what do you think? Well, uh, how am I supposed to light my fire in my backyard without a flamethrower? Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's seriously. A good point. No, actually, your question, that's a good question. It is. And there's there's laws right now in most states against automatic weapons. And just, just real quick, not to go into technicalities with guns, but you basically have a few different types of like handguns, which are real popular and rifles. Like you see the revolvers, like the old West six shooters, they have a, they have a cylinder in them that holds bullets, usually six, uh, sometimes more than six, but usually six. And you, every time you pull the trigger, the cylinder rotates to the next one. So you can shoot six. If you have a semi-automatic, uh, say a pistol or a handgun, it has that magazine or that clip thing in it. Um, every time you press the trigger, it shoots a bullet and then it cocks itself and it kicks out the expended case and it chambers the next one. And so you can go every trigger pull equals one bullet. Press the trigger, one bullet. You got to let off the trigger and press it again. That let off the trigger scary. and press it again. Let off the trigger and press it again. That's a semi-automatic. A fully automatic is you press the trigger once and however many bullets you have in the belt or the magazine or the clip that's not a clip – It'll just keep firing until you let off the trigger. And those so, are illegal? It, it, for, in most states, unless you have certain licenses, it's not legal to have one of those. And good people can disagree on how right that law is. What about, I mean, like, I, so, so like the shooting for San Bernardino or any of these mass shootings, what kind of guns do they have? Do um, they have automatics actually, usually? Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad you asked that because there's... A misconception about who's what's doing the shooting uh, in all of these, you know, like Clinton's assault ban that I talked about, assault weapon ban, uh, assault rifles, assault rifles. They make them sound so scary. Um, they're like sort of like most of them are maybe an AR-15 or even the AK-47 version, and they're semi-automatic. So they do come in full automatic, but they're illegal to sell uh, in most states. So you got this semi-automatic rifle. It's just a rifle. And it has a magazine. Sometimes the magazine holds 30 rounds. You can even get more. You can get some that hold 100 rounds. Um, and every time you press the trigger, a bullet comes out, right? That's a scary assault rifle. Well, in in the murder rates in America, I'll, I'll, we're doing stats and people are going to fall asleep. But this is very, very, very telling. Okay, so in the murder data, just, just murders period murders in America from 99 through 2011. 
13,900 and some change homicides per year on average. 13,900. Average. And just a side note to that, by the way, you can almost triple that for the number of deaths from automobiles. It's over, it's it's about 34,000 for automobiles. Of that 13,000 homicides, about half of that is handguns. Okay. Um, another maybe 2,000, 2,500 is other types of guns, uh, shotguns, a mere 400 a mere 400 out of 13,900 400 is rifles and then for the rest for the rest of it uh, beatings with hands and, and feet twice as many as rifles there's, and rifles there's almost, are the are the like the, AKs the ones you're that talking Clinton about? targeted with his assault weapon ban and the ones that the Democrats love to demagogue they only well wouldn't they the, say that that means that their bans did great and they they worked? No, this is this is pre-ban and post-ban. Oh, okay. This is in, and this goes on, and it was even worse uh, pre-ban the other way. Beatings, hands and feet. Over twice as many people are beaten to death, kicked or punched, choked, beat to death, than are killed with rifles. Um, miscellaneous weapons, arson, poison, etc. Uh, Two thousand of those. So that's five times as many as arson. Well. Like five. Oh, jeez. Knives and cutting tools to murder people. 1,800. Over four times as many people are cut and killed with a knife or cutting tools than are shot with a rifle and murdered. Don't you see these demagogues? Uh, and then in one-third of the mass killings, the, the, a mass killing is defined as four or more dead, between 2006 and 2010 didn't involve guns at all. Hmm. They, either, they either died in a fire or they had a knife or a blunt object or the hands and feet that we talked about. So even in the mass killings, over a third of them didn't involve any kind of gun. So the point that I'm coming to with all of this is human beings have been murdering each other in efficient and gruesome and creative ways ever since Cain and Abel. Ever since the third and fourth human beings to ever set foot on the earth, they're not ever going to stop. You can do whatever you want. You can put all the laws in place you want like Chicago does. And you can still have seven, eight, nine hundred murders a year. Uh, you can do what Britain and the other civilized nations have done. And you can ban guns altogether. You can't have, you can't have any guns. You can't, even, you can't even say the word gun. And guess what? Yeah, you're they supposed, just keep, you're supposed to say what they just, well they just keep coming. I know, I know the stats for Britain and Europe. It's the most dangerous place to live. Look at what happened in France just recently. Over a hundred people killed in that theater because nobody had a gun to stop anyone. Nobody could defend themselves. And you've heard about the French. You know, you hear about the French police being unarmed at these. So many of these. You know, Charlie Hebdo. And there's no, it takes forty five minutes for cops to show up with guns. Like I. It's it's it, it is it's true it's sick and it's sad, and I okay I hate to know that I'm infected with that same d illness that I can clearly see these people have. If anyone if anyone manages to make it through listening to this episode, I hope they'll slow down, back it up a little, and listen again to some of this because some of these stats are just they just kill these these idiotic arguments. Um, Here's one here that will just take a second for me to say, and you just mentioned uh, the rest of the world and France and all of that. When it comes to 
the annual death rate from mass shootings, and this is per million people, so it doesn't matter the population, big or small. What country do you think is number one in the world in the highest death rate from mass shootings per well, million Well, I know people? for a fact that Obama and these guys always try to make it seem like it's us. Well, who is it? Go ahead, take a stab at it. Somebody in Europe, probably. <laughs> um, it's Norway. Oh, wow. And it, it, it's actually Norway by a mile. That's the so rate. It's the rate, not the number. It's just the violent crime uh, the rate. The annual death rate from mass shootings per million people. So that way, you know, the, the argument about the sheer number versus the, the per million people. Because that's the way you have to look at this. Yeah, because they do try to throw stats at you that make it seem like we are just... Well, and, and they it's sort of like with the universal healthcare thing. They like to say, oh, it works, it works so well in Sweden. Sweden mm -hmm. has a few million people, and they're going broke with it. But they have a few million people to manage this system. We have 300-plus million. Yeah, even Canada. Big difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, guess, guess who's number two. It must be us, right? We've got to be close, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not us. It's Macedonia. All right. Mm -hmm. So what's the what's the what's going on with Macedonia and Norway? Do they have well, free guns everywhere? Everybody have a gun? Well, they're outlawed and whatnot mostly. Uh, oh. What what about number three? That's us for sure, right? France. Nice. No, it's Serbia. And number four. Oh my gosh, it's still not us. That's Slovakia. Number five. Holy cow! Still not us. Finland. Number six. Still not us. Belgium. Number seven, the Czech Republic. And there we are at number eight. We're at number eight with 0. 0.095. So we month. are ahead of UK and France? I'm surprised by that. For, for mass shootings. Rates. Oh. For mass shootings. Got it. Yeah. But are we ahead of them in violent crimes? Would, would you care to guess... Who has more violent crime? Does that involve guns or just any violent crime? Any violent crime. Because these civilized nations have outlawed guns, so they've solved the problem, right? Exactly. Yeah. So we are number so, one. Most violent nation, for sure. Well, how about this? This isn't even, this isn't even per million. This is just the sheer number. And according to the FBI, and I have all of these databases and you can look them up there on the internet available from the FBI. There were 1.2 million violent crimes committed in the U S during the sample year, 2011, 1.2 million violent crimes. According to the UK government, the United Kingdom, there were 1.94 million violent crimes in the UK during the same year. 1.2 for us, 1.94 for them. And how much, Larger is our population. Yeah. <laughs> there are five times as many people in the U.S. Yeah. as there are in the U.K. The violent crime rate in the U.K. is is 3,100 per 100,000. And in the US, U.S. it's only 380 per 100,000. And that means that United Kingdom citizens are eight times more likely to be victims of violent crime than Americans. Eight times more likely. So they're civilized societies. And their politeness has betrayed the awful truth 
that an unarmed society is an unpolite society. And that is the truth of the matter. And anyone that argues against that is basically arguing against fact. Yeah, you know what? An armed society is a polite society. I, I, I agree. And I think that the, I think that the main problem that, that people have is just simple ignorance. They just are, they're unfamiliar with guns. They have never seen them. They haven't been around them. Even me, like, I know you've had them, but I don't pay that much attention to them. And I've fired them and I really don't mind. I think I'm kind of a unique case in that, you know, I don't know. I'm just weird. I don't even like to sleep on the second floor of a building because I think I'll jump off because I'm, I sleepwalk and I'm crazy. So I think I, I don't actually think I'm a good sample for this, but I think people I know and I, and people, I, I think everybody I know thinks I have a gun because I, I, I am very pro gun out there. And I think people just, it's simple ignorance. It's sheer stupidity about the subject. It's not even necessarily their fault. It's the way they've been raised. And I think it's absolute suicide for you to just be, you know, living in an unarmed society. And, you know, you and my brother big time carry, you know, you guys don't go anywhere without caring. And I think as, I, as I've aged, I'm just starting to notice it and, take, and realize, you know, yeah, like I'm, I'm glad that my brother's got a gun nearby or my dad's got a gun on him. Like, because you just never know. So why not, you know? It's not it's not in any way paranoia. It's just smart. And it used to be that way and I it's just another thing that as we oh, we're just too civilized for that. That is just barbaric. Yet like you say, these people have armed security guards. Of armed. Course. They have guns all around them. Yeah. All around them. It's the old it's just like the socialism thing, you know. It's it the, the elites always want socialism. For thee, but not for me. Mm-hmm. It's the way it's always been. Well, I guess we, I don't know, if you have anything else you'd like to add. I, I, you've illuminated a lot. I, I'm glad to get the stats out there. I want people to be literally on the offensive, like, you know, and the defensive. For, you know, you well, should, you should there, be. There is, there, there is, go ahead and finish that. You should be what? You should be prepared, prepared. Be a Boy Scout. You know, be ready. It doesn't, you know, and also you should be comfortable with it. That's probably another big problem that I, I haven't spent enough time on the range. I've never been a big hunter, so, you know, I haven't done a lot of that either. But if you do acquire a firearm, just familiarize yourself with it and the, and the fear will go away like all things in life. I tend to be afraid of everything, so I'm not surprised that I'm afraid <laughs> of guns. So if you just, if you acquire a firearm familiarize yourself with it and I heard this guy call into Rush the other day and it was really funny He's, or maybe it was Mark Levin I don't know but he was like I just want to do a, make an announcement it was right after Obama's executive order and he said I, I went to the gun range or the gun whatever little gun store where the practice you know practice area and and there was more people in there than I've ever seen but acquiring weapons and practicing and there's so many you know so much shooting going on and then Rush or Mark, whoever it was, said, and how many people were killed? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Zero. Like, just thousands of rounds fired in a day. Everybody's safe. You know, it's, this is how you want to be. This just makes more sense. It's, this is how it is in everything. You can also be afraid of your, my, I, I got new, a new set of knives in the kitchen. They could literally chop your hand off, and you have to be careful. You have to practice with them, and 
and just be, you know, yeah. be safe. It's like the car. I think the car is the best analogy, truthfully. I mean, who is, you should be afraid of cars. Like I, I, like I made a joke about girls not driving or old people, but truthfully, when I was growing up, I didn't want to get anywhere near a vehicle with my brother because he wasn't afraid of cars. He's just, oh, yeah, there's nothing. I just go and drive, whatever, you know. And I think boys sometimes kind of tend to be like that. They're just, whatever, whatever, just do that's it. Why, that's why women live longer than men. But I was always, you know, like, oh, they're, you know, not, actually not as afraid of cars as I should have been. And, and but as, as I've grown, it's like, no, 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 I'm driving the speed limit. I'm a defensive driver. I respect vehicles. I can't believe all the people that take this literal, this is a lethal weapon and people just do not take it seriously so that same attitude just everybody should should learn that there's nothing to be afraid of with guns they're not scary well there certainly is some like i said early on there is something to be afraid of they are deadly weapons just Mm -hmm. like cars and knives and so you have to treat them with respect okay but we can't finish without uh at least touching on the the one thing that feel good people have come up with that has absolutely worked to solve gun violence being sarcastic and that is the magical unicorn fantasy world of gun free zones we've all seen it everywhere you've gone in your life you have seen a sign somewhere I should say in your life you've seen this sign it's not everywhere like in California, um, no guns allowed, gun, no gun this, no gun that. Gun-free zones, areas that are created to make everybody feel safe because everyone there knows that guns aren't allowed in here. You don't have to be afraid, people, because guns aren't allowed in here. There's only problem with that, and, and I admit it's a grand idea. The only problem with that, and it's, it, it, is, it is a problem. It may not be a big problem, but it's a problem is bad guys do not give a flying flip and a rolling donut about the gun-free zone. Well, that actually, one step further, they do. They're, they, those are their, that's, that's your heyday. Like, you look for those. That, yeah. You, you, nobody's going to challenge you. Nobody's going to kill you. Nobody can in, do anything. In fact, uh, I'll tell you this one. There, since about 1950, um, there have only been two mass public shootings, only two out of however many. I wish I had the number. I could probably dig it up, but it is hundreds. There are only two that occurred in areas that were not gun-free zones. So that means statistically that virtually every mass shooting since 1950 has taken place in an area where someone put up a sign or set a rule where guns aren't allowed. Well, and I hate to say it, but even like, I don't know what how you feel or how I should feel about guns on airplanes or stuff like that, concealed carry in an airplane or whatever, obviously completely not allowed. And because of that, uh, hijackers were able to take down airplanes with box cutters. Box cutters. Right. Because right. nobody had the ability to defend themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So and they killed three thousand people with box cutters, essentially. I mean, with planes, but yeah. I don't know. There's 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 no end to the links that people on the wrong side of this issue will go to cloud the issue, to lie about the issue, to demagogue, 
and to build straw men. Like I said earlier, it's just a straw man army. Just you just look at it marching toward our civil liberties. Straw man army just coming to trample our rights and take away our ability to protect ourselves. And you know who helps them with that? Dumbass people, pardon my language, who buy the guns, don't train with the guns, wind up getting the gun stolen because they didn't protect it, or wind up letting their child get a hold of it, and the child kills itself or kills someone else. Yeah. Or they uh, they accidentally fire it off and and hit an old lady. Or I mean, all of the dumb people that add to the left side because dumb people exist and they're always going to exist. Doesn't mean we're going to ban other things that dumb people misuse right mm-hmm. see cars etc it, it, what if someone before the automobile was invented what if someone had come along and said hey i've got this invention here and it's going to revolutionize the world it's gonna it's gonna make efficiency across the board a way of life that we've never even seen the likes of before people are going to be able to go all the way across the country on their own the freedom etc and people would be saying wow that's fantastic and then the person would say, well, there's one downside. It's going to kill 34,000 people every year in America and horribly cripple and maim hundreds of thousands of others. Mm-hmm. What, would, what would people say? They'd say, ooh, what would they say? Well, I, I, think, the, I think that the only difference for guns that some people probably see is that they don't do anything but violent things. Like they, in and of themselves, are just violence. Like they don't. They don't, they don't also get you from here to there or do this No, but 2.5 million times a year, they do allow people to protect themselves from criminals. Yeah, and I think, it, uh, you know, I think a big part of this topic probably goes to the fact that people just like to cover their ears and go, la, la, la. Like, I'm not scared. Like, I don't want to <laughs> think about that. Like, they, the same reason people don't, you know, not enough people carry mace or anything. People just are generally ill-equipped at protecting themselves because we live in a fantasy world here and in Europe for sure where you just you if you don't think about it it won't happen like if you bring it up then you're just fear-mongering well if you if you use the wonderful analogies of Lieutenant Colonel Grossman and many others going back to some really smart Vietnam vets uh, the analogies made between society and a certain part of the animal kingdom are, are very telling that basically most people are like sheep. Okay. They're, they're good. They're docile. They don't want any trouble. They just want to hang out in their herd and they want to eat and they want to go about and do their business. Hey, that's me. Well, and there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. In every society you have, Builders, you have teachers, you have, uh, you know, people who take care of money. You have the people who grow food. You have all of those, and then you have the warriors, and you have the protectors, and everybody has their role. So some people like to do their their role as a hunter gatherer or uh, an auto mechanic, and also be a protector. And those people we call sheepdogs, because when the wolf comes. The sheep who don't like the sheepdog because he kind of scares them and he reminds them of the wolf sometimes, but they don't like to think about the wolf until the wolf comes. And then when the wolf comes, 
they run to the sheepdog and they say, help us. Help, help. <laughs> yeah. While they're actively, three, Like the three little pigs. You get your while they've, they've actively spent so much of their time trying to neuter and defang that sheepdog so yeah. that he can't help them. And, and it's just a great irony of our times with, with utopians and people who think that if they wish something hard enough that it'll be true. And if only the scary guns. And my final note on utopia is even if I agreed that we, we should do something about guns, blah, blah, blah. I'm a realist and I'm telling you there's over 800 million guns floating, floating around in the United States, 800 million guns. Even if I wanted those guns to go away, they're not going to go away. They're I here. know. Those stupid programs they do, like they give you whatever cash and prizes to turn in your guns. It's like, uh, what a joke. And more feel-good utopianism. Yeah. We, we, we captured 4,000, got 4,000 guns off the street. Awesome. Like, <laughs> does that make you feel better? Apparently it does. Oh. I, I feel like we scratched the surface a little here, but uh, you may or may not be able to tell that I'm pretty passionate about this. I'm a police officer, okay? Mm. I deal with people every day, and some of the best people that I deal with, if it might just be a traffic stop, it might be they're the victim of a crime, whatever, but I have a way of finding out whenever we run somebody's, we, we are told if this person has a concealed carry permit because they've gone through the legal process. So I can't tell you how many times I've contacted a citizen in the course of my day um, who has a legal concealed carry permit to, to carry a weapon. Mm -hmm. And of all the times that I've contacted one of those, I've never once had any trouble with them. They've always been either the victim or the reporting party or something. Mm -hmm. Because the people who take the time to go through the legal process are never going to be the criminals. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many guns I've taken off of people who are not legal law-abiding citizens and who go to prison for being an ex-felon in possession of a firearm. It, it's common flipping sense. Yep. When what's the old saying? It's on bumper stickers from the time I was a kid. My dad even used to have. When guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. Yeah. Disarming the the law abiding citizens is not exactly a recipe for success in this struggle against crime. Guns don't kill people. Uh, Stupid people do. And bad music and disco kills people. Swimming, swimming pools and, and toasters and. And Hillary, yes. I'm pretty sure I'm oh. going to die at the hand of my toaster somehow. That thing's out to get me. Oh, go! we didn't even touch on household accidents. I was going through the CDC, uh, Centers for Disease Control. They, they accumulate all the data on deaths and all that. When I sit, when I, where I found the number for automobiles, you can go through that data and look at <laughs> all of the ways that people die. And it's amazing how many people die. Most people die in their home from accidents. It's crazy. And all these different... Oh, great. Ways. Now I'm scared of my house. What am I supposed to do, Pop? Oh, trust me. Our houses are definitely trying to kill us. They are definitely trying to kill us. You know, maybe Holy we should God. all just go ahead and drink the Kool-Aid and like, get it over with. Because this is a scary sounding world. <laughs> I'm, do I'm done. It is scary. But you know what? An armed society is a polite society. And they can have my gun when they pry it from my cold dead fingers. And every other cliche you've ever heard. I like that one. Uh, yeah. All right, well, 
I like it. I appreciate the the talk, and I feel like I learned a lot. I hope people did too. And if you're the kind of person who's you know you're already pro pro gun and you're whatever, I hopefully you learned some stuff. Maybe a few stats you can take and reaffirm your resolve to keep that gun in your hand and in your house because there's people trying to take it big time everywhere you look in this country. And this oh, year, this year with the executive orders coming down, just watch out, man. Stay on alert. That's right, Doug. Watch your back. They're coming for your gun. And the final takeaway and the thing to remember is however bad you think the United States is with its guns, it's very provable. And I told you the stats. The rest of the world is far more screwed up and far more dangerous than the good old USA because we've got our guns. And our founding fathers had that right. And as soon as somebody decides they're going to take our guns away, we're going to have a civil war in this country that'll make the last one look like nothing. Everybody, meet up in Texas. <laughs> See you next time. Sounds good. And please, whatever you do, keep shooting responsibly and safely as you move forward. <laughs>